0: Want flexibility?
1: Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. States are told to get
2: ready for a COVID 19 vaccine as soon as next month. Hospitals will be required to reveal the rates they negotiate with Medicare Advantage insurers. And Georgia has a plan to leave healthcare.gov. All that and more coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, September 4th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. One programming note, we'll be taking Monday off, but we'll be back on Tuesday with an interview with David Gerard, CEO and president of strategic communications company Gerard phillips Caton Hancock. He'll tell us about findings from a new consumer survey about trust in doctors and hospitals and how people feel about getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Have a great Labor Day weekend and make sure to tune in on Tuesday. Get ready for a COVID vaccine as soon as late October or as early as November. That's what the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is telling states in new guidance this week. The public health agency sent states documents that lay out distribution, storage and administration details for two unnamed vaccine candidates. The New York Times reports these are believed to be the Pfizer and Moderna candidates, which both started phase three trials in late July. The agency also laid out who should get the vaccine first, including healthcare workers, long-term care employees, and other essential workers, followed by seniors and other at-risk populations. FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn said in an interview with the Financial Times this week that the agency could give emergency approval for a vaccine for some populations before phase three trials are done. This has raised some eyebrows among some public health experts. Dr. Saskia Pepescu is an epidemiologist and professor at George Mason University. She told CNN she was concerned that the guidance given to states has an early November target date, since we will likely not have full phase three trial results by then. It's extremely concerning. I think it's very premature. The concern is that we're going to be rolling out vaccines to healthcare workers very, very early on in phase three, well before we have the data to support it. The nation's top infectious disease official, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told CNN Americans should not be concerned about political pressure to approve a vaccine.
1: The FDA has been very explicit that they are going to make a decision based on the data
2: as it comes in. You know, these these trials have these independent data and safety monitoring boards that intermittently look at the data. Fauci said he thought it was unlikely, but not impossible, that a vaccine would be ready by October. This is not the first time a vaccine and presidential election have collided. Back in 1976, hundreds of swine flu cases were showing up on the Fort Dix military base in New Jersey. And then President Gerald Ford quickly approved a vaccine. 45 million people got the shot, but the effort was abruptly stopped after close to 500 people developed the paralyzing syndrome Guillain-Barre, and more than 30 died. Later, the National Academy of Medicine found that people who got the vaccine had a higher risk of developing the disease. When it comes to fixing U.S. healthcare, there are no cure-alls, no silver bullets, there are only trade-offs. Join reporter Dan Gornstein as he examines our system's flaws and evaluates the policy prescriptions promising to fix them. Dropping new episodes through Election Day. Subscribe to Trade-Offs wherever you get your podcasts. Starting next year, hospitals will have to publish the rates they negotiate with Medicare Advantage plans for inpatient care. This is part of a new inpatient payment rule that the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services finalized this week. CMS says these negotiated rates will help set Medicare fee-for-service rates starting in 2024. The American Hospital Association said in a statement that the transparency of negotiated rates doesn't actually help achieve the objective of helping patients be more informed healthcare consumers because it doesn't address out-of-pocket costs. The AHA took CMS to court over its original price transparency rule that hospitals and insurers have to make negotiated rates public. The AHA argued the rule was unconstitutional and government overreach. This inpatient payment rule would also make it easier for medical residents to transfer when a teaching hospital closes. This became a problem when Hahnemann University Hospital in Philadelphia closed and residents scrambled to find other programs. The new rule would make it easier for residents to transfer programs and have Medicare funding follow them before the hospital actually closes. The rule also included an inpatient payment increase of 2.9 percent for hospitals that are meaningful users of electronic health records and submit quality measure data. Georgia's plan to leave the federal health insurance marketplace where millions of Americans go to buy coverage would likely leave many more uninsured. The state requested a waiver from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to exit healthcare.gov and instead have residents who qualify by health insurance coverage through online brokers or insurance companies. This would get rid of the one-stop-shop process consumers have gotten used to with healthcare.gov. In 2019, 450,000 Georgia residents signed up for health insurance coverage on the exchange. This change would come at a time when more and more people are turning to federal and state-based health insurance exchanges after losing their jobs and employer-sponsored coverage. In its waiver request, Georgia argues that leaving the federal exchange could actually increase coverage by promoting competition among insurers and brokers for new consumers. But a USC Schaefer Brookings Institution analysis contradicts that argument, saying the elimination of a single channel is only going to make it harder and more confusing for people to get coverage. The think tank estimates that nearly 100,000 Georgians could end up losing health insurance coverage without the marketplace. CMS is allowing the state's waiver request to go forward, and the public comment period ends September 16th. Even though CMS has approved Georgia's plan, experts fully expect this to be challenged in the courts. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, pharmaceutical companies in the COVID-19 vaccine race were mixed in Thursday's trading. Biotech company Moderna was up 0.19%, Pfizer was down 2.2% and Novavax was up 0.08%. The broader sector was down 2.7% at the end of the trading day Thursday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.